Hey, this is Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder, and I've been on that show. It's a good show, I think. I have to, I'm still figuring out how to listen to podcasts. Hello there, I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's comedian Carmen Lynch. Yeah, I mean, some... Some jokes I try uh, in Spanish just to see if they work, um, and it's kind of fun to see if they work in both languages, but it's also really fun to just talk to the crowd or just come up with new stuff, especially if I do it right, like if I imp- like improvise, like I don't think about the joke. Stacked a bunch of interviews before Christmas. This is one of them. Great chat with Carmen. Talked about doing comedy in different languages and in different cultures. Really cool stuff I think you're going to enjoy. In fact, uh, she came up in the Des Bishop interview we did. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed Des after I interviewed Carmen. Forgot to add the interview with Carmen, and we're going to play that for you today. Song of the Week is coming up from the Vaccines. How did I miss it? They had new stuff out. Unbelievable. You're really going to like it. They've been playing a lot on Radio 1, but I found it before they played it on Radio 1, so uh, at least I was able to do that. And, of course, uh, we're going to start with a dumb bit. Wasn't sure what category of dumb bit this fell under, but uh, I think it's more of a... uh, What kind of nonsense is that? So all this wall talk uh, going on, you might have missed this. Uh, I believe this is from the beginning of last week. Uh, It is the president and saying this. I told Tim Cook, who's a friend of mine, who I like a lot, make your product in the United States. Build those big, beautiful plants that go on for miles, it seems. Build those plants in the United States. I like that even better. Okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure Tim Cook is not a good friend of his. I wasn't even sure that they actually met, but I did see pictures of Tim Cook going into the White House. So, uh, but it's, it's so crazy that you have to check all of these things. Like, if it, it, I'll even go to President Bush, if George H. W. Bush or George W. Bush, if, if either one of them would have said, "Oh yeah, I met with Tim Cook, the head of Apple," I'd have been like, "Oh yeah, he met with the we the head of Apple." And but when President Trump says it, I'm like, "Did you really?" Can you confirm that? So anyway, uh, Donald Trump wants uh, Apple to build stuff in the United States, which is good on him. Though We all do. But, of course, what do you think of? What's the first thing you think of when Donald Trump says that companies should build stuff in America and not China? Well, of course, Donald Trump on The Late Show with David Letterman from a few years back. As a line of clothing. Now, where were these made? These were made, I don't know where they were made, but they were made someplace. But they're great. It's ties, shirts. Cufflinks, everything sold at Macy's, and they're doing great. Number one selling tie anywhere in the world. Number one selling I, I tie anywhere in the world. That well, shirt, you wouldn't wear that we shirt? We also have them in white and beautiful where, white. Where are the shirts made? Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Well, it's good. Okay. We employ people in Bangladesh. It's ties? Good. Where are the ties they made? Have to These are too. beautiful ties. They are great ties. The ties are made in where? China? China. Ties are made in China. I'll tell you, and, and you know what, David, in all fairness, I've been very open about that, and not all of them, by the way, but I've been very open about that. Are you okay? Is the ch- the no, chair I'm was fine. I just, China. yeah, I know. The chair, was, <laughs> the made chair was made in China. But you know, the fact is, because of the manipulation of the currency, you, of their currency, mm-hmm. when you go out, it's very hard to get product that isn't made in China. Well, now, listen. Listen, here's what the deal is. Let's right. do this. How do you like them? I, I think they're beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I don't really have a problem with helping people who need a job. I would like people in this country to get first preference. But I agree. I agree. 100%. 
you buy let's that just, at Macy's, by the way. Let's just let's just let's just get, uh, shut down the Donald Trump factory in Beijing. I would love to. And and we'll put up a tie factory in the Jamaica Queens. I love it. And we'll make we'll make I the Donald it. Trump tie. I'm for. It. I'm for it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Why haven't you done it? Currency manipulation, horse pucky. People build stuff in this country all the time, okay? I know it's cheaper to build it in China. Just say that. Goodness gracious. And of course, what kind of nonsense is that? Carmen Lynch is a stand-up comedian based in New York City. She's also an actress and a writer, and she performs in English and Spanish, though she is from Maine, which is kind of odd as well. So here we, are, here we go. Here is our chat with Carmen Lynch. Hello? Hey, Carmen. It's Pia from City Pages. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Good. Good. Good to talk to you again. It's been a, been a while. I know, it has. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's been at least, I would say, three, four years uh, the last time we spoke. So, um, I guess a good place to start would be, uh, what's new with you? What's new and exciting? Oh, boy. Um, I would say I'm just traveling more um, than I used to, and maybe in more random parts of the world, which is exciting. I mean, I still go to... Not so exciting places, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just got back from Greenland and uh, oh. the Bahamas for a military tour. So. Oh my gosh, that's that's quite a disparity between it's, Greenland. Yeah, it was it was hard to pack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll bet. Wow. So uh, Greenland, what I mean, what's Greenland like? Well, it was dark. There was no sun when we went. They don't get sun till February. So uh, so even like in at lunchtime, it was just pitch dark outside, and uh, it was very cold. And uh, when you land, they give you a little lecture on on what to do if you see a polar bear. Oh my gosh! So you know, not not like everyday kind of thing, which is <laughs> what makes it so exciting. <laughs> so we have a military base in Greenland. I guess that is it's a U.S. military base, or is it like a? We do. No, it's a U.S. military. It's the most northern military base in the world. Wow. It's the closest one to the North Pole. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, we were just at a a casino um, here in town in Cincinnati, and they're having a contest, a sweepstakes. You can win a trip to the North Pole, and I guess they take you to Greenland. You go to Greenland, and then from there you get helicoptered to the actual North Pole. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the cool thing about comedy is that uh, you don't really get a chance to do these kind of things. Uh, I mean, there are other ways, clearly, besides stand-up. But, yes. But, you know, who knows if I'll ever get to see Greenland in the daylight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. We've only seen it in the dark. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Uh, but, it's, it's you know, I think that's how I, I find that I, that's how I learn because I don't always, like, read up on stuff. So... You know, going somewhere makes me more interested in the place later. I see an article on oh yeah, that makes sense on yeah. Greenland or even like Pakistan. I was there about a year ago, but I'm like, oh wait, I I want to read about this. I've been there. Yeah, I, I feel like it makes you more well-rounded. 
Yeah, I, I kind of, this. I mean, we went someplace boring this past weekend. Well, not boring, but we went to a, a little town <laughs> in Indiana just for a little getaway. It was only in a, an hour and a half from here, but uh, we went to this really rubbishy little old canal town that everybody raves about, and we were like, this is weird and gross. And then later I looked it up and found out how the town had been founded and stuff like that, and didn't improve my image, but it was um, it was interesting. Um, yeah. So the Bahamas then, uh, that that must have been a little bit, you know, uh, better, warmer, I would I would imagine. Yeah, it was still very warm, and uh, they have these bugs called noceums. You know, they're called that because they're hard to see, but um, me and another comic were just completely bitten by, by these bugs. Um, and there were a couple of guys on the tour, too, and they only attacked the females on the tour so yeah. that was kind of annoying <laughs> bugs seem to like to like certain people like they they love my yeah. wife they don't bother me but then sometimes i'll get bitten and they'll leave her alone so it depends on the bug and it depends on the person yeah it's weird and then from there we went to greenland so i was taking as much snow as i could and then just putting it on my leg where the <laughs> bites were <laughs> oh you went to greenland second yes oh, okay so did did the ice help? It did, but uh, you know it's hard to find it because it was dark. <laughs> did but, you? But I think the the you know the Benadryl really worked the best. Oh I'd yeah, say. I was on that a lot. Yeah. So did you go out a lot in Greenland? Did you walk around, or was that really not possible? Because no, the... you're not really allowed to. I mean, you can't. First of all, it's freezing, so they give you like these special coats to wear, but. You're really going from the building into, like, a heated van. Oh, okay. So we were only there for about 24 hours. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So, uh, have you been... I guess you've been doing some acting as well recently, or...? I try. uh, Like, wait, what, what... What acting have I done recently? I can't remember. I, do, you... I don't know. I think I saw maybe when I was oh. trying to find your contact info for your manager. I thought it, it, it said comedian, actress. Other than I thought. Oh okay. yeah, I mean it's always uh, as much, I try to do as much as I can because I love acting. But uh, I'm trying to think of recent stuff because most of the stuff I've been doing has been stand-up related. But there, I do stuff maybe online acting or videos or whatever. I love just making stupid videos. So that's always kind of in the back of my mind is how, how can I make, you know, something silly and put it on YouTube or something. Just keeps it, uh, keeps it more, more interesting than just doing, I love stand up, but you know, it's just a different, a different thing to do on the side. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you have an idea that maybe works better. And then, like Henry Phillips says, you know, he stumbled on to making parodies of those cooking videos, and then uh, yeah, you, and his movies are so good. Yeah, so you know, yeah, I love those movies that he made. And you can flex a different muscle there. Um, so, do you get an opportunity to uh, perform in Spanish much? I know we discussed that last time a little bit. Oh yeah, we just had our first New York show last night, and it was great. Um, I usually do the Spanish stand-up in Spain, or I did some in Costa Rica. And I think I maybe done it once or twice in New York, but this was our first official show that we produced. I do a show with a comic named Brian Grossi, who's um, he's not Spanish, but he speaks it fluently. Oh. And we had a, about maybe five other comedians on the show that we know from the city 
who also speaks Spanish. And uh, we had such a good time, so we're going to do it monthly. Now, that was our first one. And now you told me last time, too, and is this still the case, and I imagine it is, that your Spanish-speaking set isn't necessarily your English-speaking set translated. In fact, they're usually pretty different. Is that still the case? Yeah, I mean, some some jokes I try uh, in Spanish just to see if they work, um, and it's kind of fun to see if they work in both languages, but um, but it's also really fun to just talk to the crowd or just come up with new stuff, um, especially if I do it right, like if I imp- like improvise, like I don't think about the joke or the words that I need to use, uh, you know, and, and I find that sometimes I, I make them up, I come up with some weird Spanglish oh, word <laughs> that is, uh, you know, it's not a real word, but it's also kind of fun to say. <laughs> yeah, but, but people understand because they... Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's fun too because, uh, you know, sometimes everybody's from a different place, so, you know, a word they say in Spain may not be the word they use in Colombia. Yeah, so it's that, kind of fun to hear the different terminology. I was just going to say, you're properly Spanish, and you were the um, one that tipped me off to the fact that, it's like English, I never thought of this, and probably like French too, and I, I kind of knew this about French, there isn't just one, there's versions of it all over the world. Like the, the French that the uh, French speak in Quebec is very different than the French my mom speaks, who's properly from France. And uh, I, had, yeah. I, I had a Frenchman tell me one time, he goes, you know, I went to Montreal once and I made them speak English because I said, I'm, I'm sorry, you're French. I can't understand your French. You have to speak English to me, which they, which was, was a very upsetting guy I met in the airport once. And uh, uh, but yeah. And so uh, I was I was very interested to, to find that out. And um, and I found out that my friend who I thought was Spanish is actually Peruvian. Uh, her mom was Peruvian. And uh, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, there's just these little nuances. So what, but when New York, I guess you get. Everybody kind of do you get kind of a melting pot, or is it mostly people from you know say Puerto Rico and from the Western Hemisphere, or do you get Europe, European Spanish speakers and such? Not so much European, um, but you know they. I guess I don't know. Like, they are there. I mean, we have some in the audience, but um, but the comics were you know everywhere from Colombian to Peruvian to from the Dominican Republic um, to me from Spain. So. Um, New York City is quite a melting pot, which is cool. I love the diversity, um, you know, that you can find even uh, in people who aren't Latino. Like, they're just, everyone's from, you know, a different a different background, which is so fun. Do you find there's people like Brian that are, uh, um, that have learned it or have become fluent speakers and, and attend the show as well, just to kind of... Know, help their Spanish-speaking skills, or their you know give a chance to use it. I think you know they yeah they get to use it uh, maybe not so often. Like I use it with my mother mostly. Uh, whenever I speak to her, I try and stay and speak in Spanish. Um, but I think you know we had another comic who was from New Jersey who just kind of learned it because she would lived in Spain for a little bit, um, and she hadn't spoken it in a while. You know, she doesn't really have anyone to speak it to. So I think, yeah, I think you kind of have to find a way to, to keep practicing. Maya, Hopefully it'll bring more people, you know, to the show to, to come watch and listen and practice. 
Yeah, my daughters uh, both, uh, or well, my one is still taking Spanish. She's a freshman in high school. My oldest, I don't think she's taking it in college anymore, but they will speak Spanish to each other kind of to be funny, but I also told them, you know, mm -hmm. that's really a good thing to do because that, then it'll stay with you because my brother and I, the only person who had to speak French with was my mom, but she was working most of the time, and my uncle, who we saw yeah. once a week, so it, it didn't stick. We could probably relearn it if we had to, but... You know, and then my my yeah. youngest will also try to she'll she'll sing in American pop songs. She'll try to figure out what the Spanish lyrics would be. And I'm like, that's a great thing to do. And so if it'll stick, yeah, with it. yeah, yeah. There's a really cheesy soap opera. I don't think it's on anymore, but it was on in Spain for a while. And uh, and I, whenever I told somebody I would watch it, they were like, "Oh, that's such a silly show." But it was so fun to watch because I would like practice my Spanish. Ah you know, watching the show. And that's the main reason why I watched it. I also thought it was hilariously bad, but it was fun oh, to watch. You, so. Maybe you could do a parody of one of those as a sort of a YouTube yeah. small film project. Um, so what is your English speaking set like these days? What kind of things are you talking about when you're out in the rest of America? Um, it's, it's kind of dark and sarcastic, but it's still like... Uh, I'd say, you know, still very autobiographical and just kind of my thoughts um, about anything from family to observations on the street to, you know, things that I'm curious about, like ghosts or whatever. <laughs> it's just very random. But it's, uh, you know, whatever I find that I want to talk about, I just I try not to hold back and just like get it out there. So are you a believer in ghosts? Have you had some kind of paranormal experience? No, no. And that's why I talk about it, because I don't, I mean, I don't, I've never seen one, but I just think it's funny. I think there's certain topics that I think, I talk a lot about religion. I don't know what got me into that, but I just, it's just something I've just been curious about, you know, because I, I grew up being Catholic and I don't really go to church, so there's still certain things that I like to talk about even if I don't really well, yeah. practice them. Well, it is interesting how it's it's it still it permeates culture whether you're religious or not. It's still a big part of you know yeah. every culture uh and and it's it lasted for you know it it's it just keeps trucking along over thousands of years and you know and people come on board and yeah, it's just that's always fascinated me how they how they how they keep the train moving. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if people would be appreciated being called a train, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, but it's a good analogy. Yeah, so I, I, I reckon your world travels probably help in your, uh, you know, bring you new experiences that are that are fun to talk about. Or is your day to day life just in New York City uh, full of enough stuff that you can usually pull from, just like going to Starbucks or whatnot? Yeah, I guess it's a little bit of both. Um, I think it's good to you know, to travel and see new things. But I also appreciate being home because sometimes I get sick of all the time I spend at the airport. So oh, see, I love New York airports. is just, New York is so great. You know, yeah. I, I, I just, I've tried to live in other cities, but I think this is, this, this feels like home the most. So it's, it's nice to be home, but at the same time, you know, this place can make you insane. So it's nice to escape. Well, being someone, you know, having come from Europe and, and things like that, New York City would seem to suit, 
you know, that sort of a person as opposed to, you know, uh, I don't know, someone like me who grew up in the Midwest and, you know, who's, mm-hmm. yeah, went from one one city to basically the same city just further south, <laughs> as, I've, <laughs> as I've come to observe. Um, so, let's say, so you said you haven't been in Minneapolis in a while. I know you were in Cincinnati a couple of, um, which is where I am now, uh, uh, I think a couple of years ago, because I probably recycled the Minneapolis piece for um, Cincinnati, but... Um, well, actually, I was I was in Minneapolis uh, this year. I was uh, in Acme earlier this year, but it was okay. a completely different show. It was that Crash and Burn show. Oh, where yeah, do, yeah. I, I pitched that. Where um, you did the new material. Our, yeah. Our good friend Timmy Slagle, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. Yes, lo- loved him. As I always say about Tim, he's a great guy. He's just wrong. That's a, And he gets a kick out of that whenever, <laughs> I, say, whenever I say that. But, uh, yeah, that seems like a fun... I pitched that to talk about this year, but I figured... I guess they figure people know what time it is with that show, that they're. But you know, I I tried to you know get to talk to some of you guys. Who else was on that show? Was was bent on that show as well? I think or I know Jackie did it a few years oh ago. Oh my gosh, it was my brain. I just woke up from a nap. I can't remember, <laughs> but um, it'll come to me. I'm sure as as, as soon as we well, hang up. Let me ask, how did that go for you? Because even for Tim, sometimes he's one time he got like a, a whole. 20 minutes of material out of it, and then another time he said didn't get didn't even get a single minute out of it across the whole week. So I'm just kind of curious, how did it work out for you? Um, I mean, the whole idea of it is so exciting and fun to just come up with new stuff. So I'd say I, I use some of it uh, now, but uh, I think sometimes I think it feels like it's more usable over there. Because you're in this bubble of like, oh, everybody's watching this stuff uh, improve and it's great, whatever. And then sometimes you take it out of that context and you're like, wait, uh. <laughs> this is is this funny enough still? Is it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So some, some of it I, I think I use, but other stuff I, I either have to work on or I just have to shelve it. Hmm. But so- the idea, but the uh, the exercise of it all and the, uh, the experience of it all, I, I was just recommending someone to Tim. Today, actually, via email, we were talking through email, and uh, and I was getting jealous. I was like, oh, whoever gets to do it again, like, to do it for the first time is so lucky, because I'd love to do it, like, all the time. I think it's such a fun show. I need to suggest that he bring that show down here. Maybe, if not banana, we have another room where they, uh, it's a bar where they do comedy once a week um, called uh, Motor, and it's an Over the Rhine, and... Uh, that's hmm. As I'm thinking about this, that'd be a spectacular idea, and maybe have you down again uh, for that. But um, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, or even you should just do it twice a year instead of once a year. You know. Yeah. Great. So, uh, yeah. so what's the the trajectory from here? Just uh, keep on uh, touring. Do you have any other like projects coming up, or any, things you want to tackle that you haven't yet? Um, I still have projects that I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, will work out but they're still kind of being developed in my head right now. But in general, I would say just stand up and uh, more Spanish stuff. I really want to work on the stand-up in Spanish because I think there's just such a big market out there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, well, cool. Well, uh, good luck to you the rest of the way then. And like I said, hopefully we'll see you in Cincinnati again sometime soon. And uh, have fun. Yes, I hope. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, because I, I know you've been here a couple of times, actually. So, I mean... Cincinnati was the... Go Bananas was the very first club I headlined. 
Really? Well, yeah, so I definitely want to go back because I want to tell them that I've, I mean, it was a great weekend, but I, I'm like, I got better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as scared anymore, you know? So because, that was like maybe five years ago. Yeah. I'd love to come back. Well, good for Mikey recognizing talent like that. There you go. All right. Aww. Uh, and he's, he's think well, I'll, I'm going to cut this out of the actual podcast because I don't really want people to know this, but uh, he's he's uh, he always is threatening to move to Costa Rica to take over his um, parents' uh, rental boat business or something like that. So uh, that was kind of wow. Yeah, yeah. He goes down there once a year to visit them for a couple of weeks, and then he always comes back and says, "Well, that's it. I'm leaving the club." And people are like, "Wait, are you serious? Are you pulling our leg?" Or <laughs> no, he can't. Tell him to bring me back. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll do, ma'am. Uh, good talking to you again. Thank you, too. Take care. Happy holidays. All right. You, too. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Carmen Lynch for being on the show. You can catch Carmen January 23rd in New York City. How about that? Fat black pussycat. Uh, One night only. And then she's on the Impractical Jokers cruise. Those guys are doing a cruise. How about that? That actually sounds like it might be a lot of fun if you dig those cats. And then February 14th through the 17th at the Denver Improv in Denver, Colorado. For all of your Carmen Lynch needs, go to CarmenLynch.com. There you go. She has a lot of videos on there and uh, photos and videos and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Uh, She says she's trying to do more videos as well, so look forward to those. Uh, The usual plugs... Check Check Hey blog and Nearly Lies a video channel. Uh, both are kind of on a hiatus right now because they're both back in school and very busy, but doing very well in school. So I encourage that. But uh, just keep checking back every now and then for new content on both of those sites and channels. All right. So bring us up to the song of the week. The song of the week is from the Vaccines, and uh, Mills has been digging this on Radio One, and rightly so. All my friends are falling in love. My only gripe with it is that. The chorus gets repeated a little too much toward the end. I mean, you know how that is when, you know, if you have a great chorus and a great hook, you sing the daylights out of it. But, I mean, this goes a bit, because usually the vaccine songs are, you know, two and a half minutes, three minutes, and, and that's it. And, you know, but they're still, you know, the, the, the words are, there's a lot of variety there and things like that. But this one, uh, rhyming a little bit much on the chorus, but a catchy one, so still a great tune, still song of the week. The vaccines, all my friends are falling in love. PF State Recorder, so long, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.